0: We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home. We heard our
1: house party was brewing. It's Friday, so let's get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta call from- Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Nick Warner, and this is the Last Call Podcast. That's right. The only host, no co-host. <laughs> Wait a minute. You son of a bitch. You buried me in the front yard. Fucking zombie right next to me now. I don't like this. I buried you. <laughs> You're waking the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow we made it alive. I don't know. So in our,
0: in our uh, fake, fake uh, battle to the death, uh, I guess Nick won. But not really, because I'm back from the dead.
1: No, I. You haven't prepared for the next week, though. There's more coming. Oh, I'm sure. This is only the first part.
0: We'll keep this a poor running joke throughout the, <laughs> the rest of the season. Yeah, they're
1: like, how long are they going to stretch this thing out? This is terrible.
0: Every single week. But welcome on this Friday to the Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me is nick warner or maybe you're the host i'm the co-host regardless we're we're equals on this podcast
1: thank you for joining us
0: on the podcast where we try to drink six beers in 60 minutes each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume and as always uh we're just going to keep shouting out you know have you ever heard the don't give out free sponsorship
1: yeah yeah you don't want to
0: you don't want to do that Are, are we doing that like like why would Budweiser sponsor us if we're just going to constantly shout them out for free?
1: In a way, but have you all uh, I agree with you. It's probably not the best idea. Why why would we promote that? But I don't think we have anything to lose, to be honest.
0: We are drinking a St. Louis based uh beer that shall not be named that is exactly 5% alcohol by volume.
1: You know, uh, another strategy would be, uh, have you ever seen those people where it's like, day one of tweeting at so-and-so until they recognize me. Day two of tweeting at so-and-so. Right. Maybe that's what we do. Well, okay. So
0: if you follow us on Instagram at the T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast, we did post a little something.
1: You got it wrong.
0: T-H-E-E.
1: Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? It is. Well,
0: because I tried to keep that consistent all the way through when I was making all those accounts.
1: Oh, that's awkward.
0: Do we have other accounts that are not the T-H-E-E?
1: Yeah, we got to go through and change one.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do follow us on Instagram at the T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast, um, we we posted a little something with uh, things to come, or I, I don't remember exactly what the caption little was. little sneak peek. Yeah, little sneak so peek. a little, little, little sneak peek. So we are working on some stuff. Uh, coming up soon hopefully. And I forget what did you say before that? I've already lost my train of thought. But uh, the the point of bringing up the sneak peek was whatever you recommended we do will be much easier to do based off of that sneak peek that we gave the people.
1: You lost me. I'm still thinking about the the St. Louis beer. Yeah, no, what it
0: did... boy, this is going to be a long one. I can't even remember what I said. Anyways, uh so uh, go follow us on Instagram because we do post stuff about the
1: show. What we talked about in each
0: episode, and
1: oh, cool. it was a uh, uh, day twelve of tweeting at so and so until they recognized me. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so um,
0: we don't have a Twitter because I don't like Twitter. Yeah, that was that was a Let's struggle. Just
1: restart. I'm gonna go bury you again.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll come back from the dead once again. We don't have a Twitter. I'm not a big fan of Twitter, so fuck Twitter. Um, I think once we get the sneak peek. Up and running, it'll be a lot easier to at people because we'll have more platforms to do it from. Yeah, that's fair. So anyways, keep keep tuned, stay tuned for what is to come. Fair?
1: Fair? What? Fair? Fair Fair, Fair enough. Fair. Fair. I thought you said pair and I was like, Yeah, that that is a fruit. I mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) one of one of my favorite jokes from our friend, you couldn't get your iPhone to pair to your Bluetooth speaker because it's Apple.
1: It's almost as good as our stupid bear you joke. Hey, it was it was good to me. Um,
0: okay, so this week I have something a little bit different. We're going to start here. Don't have to stay here long. But I started seeing some videos on the internets of uh, comedians and Joe Rogan talking about TikTok. And the difference between the American version of TikTok and the Chinese version of TikTok. But that's not exactly where I want to start. I'm going to go back a little bit. Okay. Uh, I went home for Christmas, I think it was. And um, while I was home, I I heard of this uh, Scottish philosopher from like the late 1700s, early 1800s. Okay. And he came up with uh, the eight stages of the rise and fall of like great civilizations. Okay. Roman Empire, ancient Greeks. You name it. Those, those British Empire, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So like when you think of big empires, those are kind of like the main three that you go to. And so he had eight different stages that all of these civilizations went through from their rise to their fall. Mm-hmm. Roman Empire fell. Greek Empire fell. British Empire fell. So these are the eight stages. The first stage is from bondage to spiritual growth. So they go from being some sort of oppressed, some sort of bondage. It could, maybe it's not slavery, maybe it's some other form of oppression, right? So in America, the bondage to spiritual growth was being a colony of the British Empire mm-hmm. and then being breaking... taxed by them would, would be the bondage, right? Yes, essentially. Being yeah. oppressed, not represented, all that kind of stuff. Correct. Okay. And, and then we spiritually grew. We decided we want justice, we want more, we want to be our own thing. Mm -hmm. So that was stage one. Stage two, from spiritual growth to great courage. So you go from the spiritual growth where you want justice to essentially acting on that. Stage three is from courage to liberty. So as a result of your courageous fight to get to where you want, the foe is vanquished and liberty and greater justice emerges. So you win over your oppressor? Yes. You essentially win over your oppressor and now times are better and things are moving forward. You're progressing. Okay. From liberty to abundance. So you have great prosperity because that courage is still hanging in there, right? You've got the courage. You're working hard. You're striving to create a better life because of where you came from.
1: Right. You've got the drive. You're, uh, Still jacked up on your victory, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So you go in from layman's terms.
0: So from liberty to abundance, where liberty ushers in greater prosperity. Civilization is still functioning with the virtues and sacrifice and hard work from the previous stage. Okay. Stage five, from abundance to complacency.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: You have too much. You're getting cocky. You're you're fat. You're yeah. you're a couch potato at this point. You're. I'm perfectly happy with the way that things are.
1: Yeah, I don't need to grow anymore. I've proved myself. Exactly.
0: From complacency to apathy. So apathy comes from the Greek and refers to a lack of interest in or passion for the things that once animated and inspired.
1: I don't want to make TikToks anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't want to make this podcast anymore. Yeah. From apathy to dependence. So increasing numbers of people lack the virtues and zeal necessary to work and contribute the suffering and the sacrifices of previous generations are essentially dismissed. We're here. Things are good and we just don't care anymore. So Mm -hmm. from apathy to dependence. uh, So the collective culture now tips in the direction of dependence. Suffering of any sort seems intolerable, but virtue is not seen as the solution. Okay. So you go from uh this in turn deepens dependence as solutions move from personal virtual virtue and local to family-based sacrifices uh and family-based sacrifices to centralized ones.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And then number 8 the final is from dependence to back to bondage. You fall and you become
1: somebody else's uh oppressed. Right. You, you
0: become back to oppressed. Because you're,
1: you're dependent. You were a dependent. You relied on somebody else and then now they oppress you. Exactly. Because you're dependent on them.
0: Exactly. So those are the eight stages. All right. So I won't read wow. through them. I won't read through them again, but it's a full cycle. Right. You know, it, it, I said it.
1: Um, it. Welcome back to the philosophy podcast. Yeah, so this that's is, this is probably the deepest thing we've talked about. I know, well, on our thought level, I, I agree, and, and
0: this is all going to come full circle, just like these stages. Yeah, you know how people say history repeats itself. Yeah, this is essentially what this Scottish philosopher, uh, his name is,
1: uh, where is it?
0: Alexander Tyler, I believe. Hmm. Hold on, I want to confirm that. Yes, Scottish philosopher Alexander Tyler of the University University of Edinburgh created these or came up with these eight stages again philosopher from the late 1700s early 1800s but this is what he he came up with my question and this is going to tie back into to the other cultures and china and tiktok and everything like that what stage do you think america is in
1: see i was so we were the first one that we used was being the oppressed right Yep, and it's easy for us as Americans because we think about the American Revolution and being under the British Empire, right? So that's the easiest one for us to think of, and then it goes through. Okay, we, we're our own entity now.
0: Spiritual uh, growth to courage.
1: Yep, and then we end up having World War One, World War Two, where we become a superpower.
0: Where yep, that
1: our catapulted America just shot us out.
0: Manufacturing right? ingenuity. Yep. Just sheer willpower.
1: Yep. And then, like you said, after that, you've got that Too determination. Much. Well, no, well, uh, I mean, I'm one step uh,
0: behind cur- that. Courage to liberty. Yeah,
1: you're determined. We're, you know, America's very prideful. We're, uh, you know, proud of where we came from and what we achieved, right? And then yeah. you keep going. And then it feels like now, especially with 2020, with the way that's gone, we've kind of slingshotted ourselves into the dependent stage, right? I think... That's what it seems like you're kind of alluding to because now people do not want to work. People don't have the encouragement or don't have the self-drive that they used to have. And then now they're dependent on the economy or the government to push them and give them what they need.
0: I... Started this conversation with TikTok for a reason. If you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, I think it was a couple of years ago. It might have been in 2020 that he was talking about TikTok, and then the comedian Andrew shillman I think his name might be. I sent you the video, was talking about the exact same thing. Where essentially TikTok in China is goes goes by a different name. First of all. Does it really? It does. It's uh.
1: hey yeah, I, I, I'll find it.
0: Well, I got it pulled up here. It's uh. I, I'm gonna absolutely botch this name. It oh, is. Oh boy. Starts with a D. Hold on. yin D. Uh, o- yeah. D O U Y I N. Okay. Yep. So there is a Chinese version of TikTok, but Joe Rogan and Andrew Shillman both say that the Chinese version of TikTok promotes science and art and technology and all these things that they want their youth to aspire to be so like the most famous people on that app on the chinese version of tiktok are not these kids out there dancing or doing stupid things
1: andrew schultz 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 sorry. I'm sorry
0: andrew schultz um i actually really like his stuff he he's pretty funny dude
1: yeah so but, like you said, they're but encouraging they're, them to do stuff that's more to valuable. Ins-
0: it valuable. Inspire yeah. them to do things that isn't dancing on TikTok. Because we're, and, and Andrew Schultz says this in his little thing. He was on a podcast. I forget which podcast when he was saying this. But that we are rewarding the bottom of the barrel people in our society. getting Like the Island Boys getting famous.
1: Yeah, stuff that doesn't actually contribute to the overall well-being. I mean, it might contribute to your personal, like, if gives you, get, you some entertainment value and gives you some dopamine. Yeah, and, right? and there but,
0: is a place for entertainment in society. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we are rewarding the Island Boys for being absolute tools. You don't like their music? I hate them.
1: I think they're very, very talented. I hate them so There's much. A the best sarcasm behind that.
0: The best comparison that i've heard about the way the island boys look is cynthia from rugrats <laughs> the, the little doll yeah that yeah. angelica walks around it, it
1: kind of looks like they got some like glue in their hair and then oh no
0: they they put um like sewing needles in there oh, is that what that's is? what they say. they put sewing needles oh, in like it.
1: crochet needles yes like they're, yeah yeah like, and like the, so ones. they've got
0: crochet needles hanging out of their head yeah and yet we are giving these people money why you're just teaching younger kids to aspire to be them so right that's that's why I had this full cycle thing. So going back to uh, the eight stages, I'm concerned that we are in between from complacency to apathy and from apathy to dependence. I think we're kind of in between. We're not fully dependent, I don't think. But I think we are very close to being from apathy to dependence, which is stage seven.
1: It's, sh- I guess you could say we're not fully there because I, there's a lot of people that are still self-driven yeah, and want to do stuff more than just be a person that dances and, you know, has their 15 minutes of fame and then they're done. Correct. There's still a lot of those out there, but more and more people are trying to join that.
0: Right. More and more people are trying to get famous for doing
1: stupid shit. Because let's be honest, it's a lot easier to do something like that, do something either stupid or or entertaining, or funny, and ride that career out than it is to be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, an engineer, a nurse, a healthcare worker, something like that. Something that contributes to society. It's much easier. Now,
0: again, there is plenty of room in society for entertainment. We need entertainment. We can't constantly always be focused on science and technology. Right, that's
1: how you create a... Just robots. Well, I was going to say a... Shoot, what's uh communism i mean where you just limit the what entertainment people can have and
0: you you limit what people are able to do and create yeah you you have to have the science technology but you also have to have the art as yeah. much as i hate to admit it those art majors i think it's such a waste of time but you still have to have art right you have to have the you have to have the balance
1: i'm still surprised how many people go to college for art or it's, yeah i guess like well, filmmaking that's a... even like there's NYU, I think, is a big yeah. Uh, they're they're a school. very big art school, like uh, just art in general, music yeah. and just period arts. But there's a lot of people that go there for like filmmaking, and I guess I I find it surprising because I think you would get more uh, exposure from just being around a movie set and like working your way onto that.
0: Well, that's the that's the. It's kind of like
1: being a tradesman, like you want to be a tradesman. Do you go
0: straight from high school, start working? You're making money those four years that everybody else is fucking around in college. Right. And you're making money. You're learning stuff to maybe start your own business, maybe start your own trade, you know, business at one point. So there's that argument. Do you actually need college or do you not? And there's actually a show, Silicon Valley, on HBO that I love. One of the characters on that show talks about college being a cruel joke. On essentially the poor and the ignorant, because they go and they spend all this money on a college degree and they don't actually need it. And they he was you know named like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and and whatnot that all dropped out of college and started billion dollar companies and mm-hmm. became extremely successful. And nobody's looking at those guys saying, "Oh, they're not successful because they dropped out of college."
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I don't know. Those are. Those are very, very um, far outliers as well.
0: Agreed. I think they are. It's like
1: the the comment, you know, it's like one in in five or one in ten startups fail. And those are ones that... But I'm sure, you know, behind those were guys that were busting their ass every single day to make their dream come true or make the company that they wanted to become a thing come true. And it's... in. This is where kind of the work and the self-determination de- uh, comes from is some of those people that they want to be that guy. They want to be a billionaire, but they don't want to work at it either. I, I agree. And that's that's where a lot of it comes from. But that's where the
0: TikTok people are coming from. Right. They just want to get rich doing stupid shit on the internet, but then they don't realize, like, it would, love or hate Logan Paul. He works hard. I truly think he works hard.
1: Absolutely. I, the more and more, I used to think the same thing. I've watched some of his vlogs for a while. Um, some of his stupid YouTube skits, I think, was, you know, like three or four years ago, and I'm watching this guy. He's like, dude, he's just like out here pushing the merch, uh, doing stupid things. Everything was a stupid skit uh, to just make this big image, right? But then now I've actually started to watch like some of his podcast. Uh, which is, I think, Impulsive is the name of it. Yeah. And given a... When you have the the amount of celebrities, it's kind of like Joe Rogan, where if you have a big-name celebrity on it, it's going to be a big episode no matter what. Right. Um. So he's gotten to that point where he's so big, he can have those people on there, and it's going to carry, right? But I've also seen him, like, talk about business and talk about all the other stuff that he's doing. It actually does seem like he's... Is pretty good about. I think he's expanding a, his brand.
0: I think he's extremely smart. He, and, I, I, and part of that's the exposure, not, right? You, and not—I'm not talking like IQ. I'm talking about business savvy.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Is he's seen so much of it, right? As you're as you're growing in your career, and if you don't just let somebody handle your business for you, if you stay a part of it, you're going to grow so much better than you. Then you will if you just you like, can make the decisions. Yeah, you have your manager deal with it. No, stay a part of it, and you'll learn so much more.
0: So there are those people in the entertainment industry that work extremely hard and they contribute and advance their careers and whatnot. But going back to the the thing, I think that China is influencing their youth in such a more positive way. So and just so that we're not just taking a comedian and Andrew Schultz and Joe Rogan's word for it. There is a CNN Business article that talks about how uh, the Chinese version of TikTok is limiting their kids to only 40 minutes a day.
1: Wow, that's not not much.
0: 40 minutes a day and only between the hours of 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. And in addition to that, the quote in this article from CNN Business, regardless of how you feel about CNN... The app also said it would introduce new content ranging from science experiments and museums to art gallery exhibitions and natural scenery to inspire younger teens.
1: That's what I was going to ask you next is what is, so if they're limiting the entertainment stuff like the TikTok dances and whatever, what are they putting out there? So it's informative stuff, stuff that actually helps them grow mentally and.
0: And aspire to be something more than a TikTok star. So, I think China is in one position. I think they're still in the... Because I don't think they have liberty yet. I think they're from the courage. I think they're still like in the courage phase where they're like, we're going to dominate the world. We are going to... They already own 90% of the manufacturing in the entire world.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is where you want to be because nobody wants to work after COVID.
0: So, they... Exactly. We we talked about anti work, and and I'm going to actually bring something up here because I want to I want to talk about the Roman Empire to show how that fits in here. So it's you're not just taking this philosopher like you can see on from history.com how the Roman Empire fell, and it's and it's going to sound. I read one of these things on this history list, and it blew my mind.
1: A lot of parallels.
0: It like to today. Yeah. And the Roman Empire was two thousand plus years ago. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to think about anybody that thinks that oh you know we're not going to make those mistakes you're wrong we are making those mistakes and we're making them right now and just don't realize it it is so it's crazy yeah so history channel the eight reasons why rome fell number one was invasion by barbarian tribes so they had the mongols that came and attacked them the germanic tribes came in you know came in and invaded them and so they had I think invasion. it
1: was uh, that complacency, right? That they were uh, like, oh, we don't need to worry about those guys. And they just built it up, built up their armies. and Yeah, they, they, they probably said,
0: nah, off. we don't need to worry about them. And then they invaded Maybe. and then they, they took over.
1: Yeah, that was a very simplistic wave.
0: Two, um, two was economic troubles and over-reliance on slave labor. This one is what actually got me like, oh, shit. So, according to the History Channel, even Rome was under attack from outside forces. It was, or as Rome was under attack from outside forces, it was also crumbling from within thanks to a severe financial crisis. Constant wars and overspending had significantly lightened imperial uh, coffers, and oppressive taxation and inflation had widened the gap between the rich and the poor. Hmm. In the hope of avoiding the tax man, Many members of the wealthy classes had even fled to the countryside and set up independent fielddoms or, oh, fiefdoms. Fiefdoms. That's a.
1: (laughs) We're learning new words.
0: Yeah, fiefdoms. Sorry. At the same time, the empire was rocked by a labor deficit. Hmm. Rome's economy depended on slaves to till its fields and work as craftsmen, and its military might had traditionally provided a fresh influx of conquered peoples to put to work. But when the expansion ground, uh, ground to a halt in the 2nd century, Rome's supply of slaves and other war treasures began to dry up.
1: When was this written? <sighs> Let's see. I'm just out of curiosity.
0: January 29, 2019. Okay,
1: I just wanted to. It was
0: th- updated January twenty ninth of twenty nineteen. Now, how many parallels between what I just read can you compare to America today?
1: Quite a few. I mean, it, every single one of those is, you know, fits in with what we're seeing right now: rapid inflation, no shortage workforce. of yep. Uh, I can't now
0: the the saying. slaves and the the like conquering of other people, like that's not relevant to today. Uh,
1: rapid spending on war. Yep
0: uh constant wars so yeah that that was the one i was like oh shit and and so i'm again i I, i'm not this isn't a conspiracy theory this is just something that intrigued me and made me go
1: dude like this time like let's let's throw up a red flag here because there's a lot going on yeah like it like hey maybe we should really pay attention to this yeah Absolutely, so, because this has happened before, and history repeats itself. It's what everybody
0: says. Exactly. So it, it's this isn't, you know, I know people have, we've talked about conspiracy theories before and all that kind of stuff. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a philosopher who has studied history and gone through and seen these stages. This is the history channel giving the reasons why Rome fell.
1: Well, I will say this is a philosopher, but philosophers, you know, they don't. It's state theoretical. Facts. Yeah, it's theoretical. it's theoretical. It's not a fact, but, but it makes sense. It makes sense, and it falls along with the trends. Um, okay,
0: so economic and troubles and over reliance on slave labor. Then you've got the rise of the Eastern Empire because they actually split Rome into two: the Western and Eastern. Okay. And the Eastern side. I did not know that actually. The Eastern side actually was very very prosperous, and the Western side started to fall behind. And because they divided the two. It, yeah, it became very uneven, and then they ended up falling. Number three, overexpansion and military overspending. Uh, wait, no, sorry. That was number four, overexpansion, military spending. Five, government corruption and political instability.
1: I mean, yeah, you're seeing a lot of that right now. Both sides of the line are, are very against each other. It's
0: an absolute joke. Yeah, number 6, the arrival of the huns and the migration of the barbarian tribes, 7, Christianity and the loss of traditional values, which in America it's kind of the flip side of things. So America, whether you like it or not, was founded based off of Christian principles. It was.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why they partially why they left because they wanted to have their own religion. That's why right? they left
0: uh to practice
1: and, their own religion. That's why
0: they left Europe? Yep. to practice whatever religion they wanted. So Christianity and the loss of traditional values. So that was our, our base principle. Now it's like a war against all of these religion, religion as a whole, right. Is considered to be terrible, terrible thing. So you, Christianity and the loss of tradition. And then number eight was a weakening of the Roman legions. Um, so they began, <laughs> they actually began to hire foreign mercenary, uh, yeah, mercenaries. And they were allowing those quote unquote barbarian tribes, they became the military, but they had no alliance to the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And so they had no will to actually just fight for the country because they weren't from there. They didn't care.
1: So I want to back up one second as far as like religion goes. We're not getting into the deeps of it, but primarily the United States was established on uh Christianity, right? correct, so you have this kind of unity amongst thought, and yeah as that's, you expand your your kind of thought people have their different thoughts in different regions and everything right correct, so this kind of creates a little bit of a divide and and not even amongst just religion but amongst uh other thoughts, correct, so you lose your unity and you use lose your wholeness. And my
0: opinion on the matter, not, not on the religious stuff, but on America, is that we are so divided, there is no unification of the direction that America should go. It's not make America prosperous. It is there are two sides that each want their own vision of America, and they are essentially having a war of words to make that happen. There is no unity in making America completely prosperous. Whereas China seems to be doing that now. I don't want to China as a whole is completely different because they are a communist country. They yeah, are, you're dictating, doing this
1: for the good of the country not for the good of yourself.
0: They are dictating how long you can be on the internet. They are dictating the content that you are seeing. They are censoring the press. They are doing all of these things. So it, it is a little bit of a different situation with China versus America but that th- I just thought it was crazy when I was looking at those eight stages and then the fall of the Roman Empire and how many parallels you can draw to what we're seeing today. It, it, it just made me go, I, I want to discuss this and I want to get other people's thoughts on this because I think this is something that people need to realize or at least need to talk about before it's too late and we get into stage eight.
1: Well, it's, it's kind of funny because I'm thinking back, I I listened to our last week's podcast, which was week 12 or Uh, episode 12, uh, whatever you want to call it, week 12, episode 12. Uh, We were talking about the, uh, the, what are they, the the celebrities that were getting off of Spotify and it's like, how much can you spread, like make a, a, I don't know, notify everybody like how how big of a person do you need to be to spread that
0: to to make it to where make people impact, care to
1: be, yeah it's a, I yeah you get what i'm saying though like it's like well and,
0: but it's not even the general public that cares yeah when it, when neil young leaves spotify it's not the general public that cares it's spotify that cares because they're the one
1: making money off of it yeah they see it from a financial standpoint for sure so yeah. it's not
0: it's not the general public that's sitting there going oh my god neil young said he thinks joe rogan spreading information misinformation i'm not gonna listen to spotify or i'm not gonna listen to joe rogan it is literally spotify saying yeah this is hurting our bottom line so we need to do something
1: yeah i i, I get what you're yeah absolutely i'm I, just throwing it out there it's like I wish we could be a bigger voice. It's not like this is a definite thing, right? But but there's a lot of parallels.
0: But this is why I think Joe Rogan, and not to put him on a pedestal or anything because he's human too, but this is why Joe Rogan's show is, I think, important at this point because he does welcome all sorts of viewpoints.
1: Yeah, he will talk about everything and anything. And if he's, from any side, and, and he's going to give you do the hard press questions, the stuff that nobody wants to talk about, correct? Because he doesn't care. And it, it's it's the stuff that nobody wants to talk about, nobody wants to hear because they're uncomfortable, but it's the reality.
0: But he wants to hear it, and he does challenges guests, and he does all that kind of stuff. So, like I said, I'm not trying to put Joe Rogan on a pedestal thinking like he's the greatest thing ever. I do just think that. The way that he conducts his show is very important, especially after all the stuff that we read, where we're we're seeing stuff comparatively to history that, that shows us leading into a direction that's not going to be good in the long run.
1: I will say, to kind of go along with what you're saying, I think typically in society we have these kind of groups, right, that kind of develop, and they become echo chambers for each other and say that you're right. You're right. We're all right here. Everybody in this viewpoint agrees and everybody over in this viewpoint agrees, but then there's no mutual conversation between the two.
0: No, there, there isn't. And you know, I, we have friends that think differently and,
1: and you have every right to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I was actually, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but me and, um, one of our former guests, We were up till seven a.m. discussing uh, politics one night for whatever reason, and you know we didn't see eye to eye. We didn't see eye to eye on everything, but
1: you had the conversation.
0: But we had the conversation, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right, like I, I enjoyed the conversation. We didn't see eye to eye, but we, you know, understood like each other's viewpoints at least. Mm -hmm. And you know, everybody's gonna have different viewpoints. That's fine. Yep, you're allowed to. Absolutely. It just bothers me when people don't want to listen to the other side.
1: I think, like I said, echo chambers are a dangerous place and you get stuck in an echo chamber and you get to the point where you are so justified in your opinion that you don't want to think of anything or even welcome another opinion. Agreed. That's it.
0: You're stuck in it. It just doesn't make sense to me. I've always tried to be as open minded as possible and, and I'll listen to anybody doesn't mean I'm going to agree but I will listen to anybody and I will at least have a conversation about it and sometimes if they make a good enough point or you know I'm proven wrong I will accept that and I will change my mind not everybody does that and especially not in the media the media doesn't do their job anymore of just like reporting news so i anyways Echo I, I I don't I don't want to I don't want to get on my soapbox too much on that it's, it's just I again I saw those eight stages. I saw the fall of the Roman Empire. I thought there was a crazy connection there to what we're seeing today. And I love to hear from people. You know, what's more better... people need to integrate. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I <laughs> so I started, I've tagged. Can people see when you tag or are tagged in other posts?
1: Yeah. So you typically tag me yeah. in, in our posts. Yes, yes. I tag I, myself as well. I get well. a notification that says, hey, you were tagged in this.
0: But do our friends see that we were tagged in posts?
1: No. Okay. Were we tagged in a post? Because I highly doubt it.
0: No, not the last call. But like, I, I'm tagging myself and I'm tagging you and all of our uh, Instagram posts. Yeah. And I looked on Instagram. I lost 20 followers the other day for no reason at all.
1: Oh, you actually paid attention on Instagram?
0: Yeah. I just lost 20 followers for for like zero reason at all. And I'm not entirely sure why. And the only reason I could have thought is like people saw me tagged in the last call podcast and they're like, nah, I'm not following that shit.
1: I don't think so. Not on Instagram. I don't think you get a notification that... I mean, like like you said, you and
0: I get the notification, but like our friends don't see like, oh, this person was tagged in this post. It's
1: not like, I don't think it's like Facebook where it's like, hey, this picture came up and your friend, so-and-so, Aaron, got tagged in this picture and then they see the picture and everything. I don't think it's like that.
0: Did you see how It's
1: weird because I gained 20 followers this week, so (laughs) I think came over to the right side.
0: (laughs) Did you see how I tagged the post in... uh, because I the three pictures that I put up were, the the picture we talked about of Elon Musk standing next to Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah, you put, you put me on Joe Rogan, and you. I want to throw this out there before we get too far. How tall are you? Uh, how tall are you? Be honest. I say I six.
0: I say six foot officially. Mm. Officially, if you took a tape measure, I'm like five eleven and a half, maybe three quarters somewhere in there. So I'm I not,
1: cannot believe you anymore because you're not honest. Okay. A liar.
0: Well, they don't make me take the shoes off at the doctor's office and it says six foot, so
1: Oh, I'm going to start wearing high heels to the the doctor's (laughs) office.
0: And your legs are going to look amazing. Oh. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) It was me last week that said something weird. Now you did it. No, that's
0: not even the worst. I will take
1: that as a compliment.
0: That's not even the worst that I did this week. I have a co-worker that is a new hire. I went into the office for the first time in... I don't know, a month and a half.
1: That's crazy. The he, new to to give background, you work from home.
0: I, I work so from home. Let's,
1: let's throw that out there that you're not lazy and not working.
0: I, I do work from home.
1: Uh, the, okay, let's yeah, let's, let's. okay.
0: So it, it depends on the day,
1: but <laughs> I watch went- TikTok. Are you, how many TikTok dates? If you were to watch some of those educational science, maybe you'd have some more motivation
0: swing swing clap d- no I, I don't know that any of it. um so i go into the office and the new hire comes up and he goes hey i'm not sure i've met you and i i looked at hey, him because <laughs> we're not, work phone. not not <laughs> so there <cold>. yet <laughs> we're not there yet so he says hey i don't think i've met you um and i was like hey i'm aaron and then I called him by the wrong name because there was another new, there was another new hire that we had, I had met back when I was in the office around, it was like a Christmas party at at the office. So I had met this guy, thought he was him. Okay. And so I was like, oh, and he's like, no, my name is blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like we had another new hire and you look kind of like him. So I thought maybe, you know, you were him and you know, he goes, well, just like another average looking dude. And I didn't know what to do with that. So in my panic, I said, no, nah, good looking dude.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: And I was like, well, what a way to introduce yourself to the new hire. Just compliment him and tell him he's good looking. I mean, I didn't like ask for his number or like, hey, what are you doing on Valentine's Day? But I was like, that dude probably thinks I might be gay. I don't know now. He's like.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go get a new job. Yeah.
0: I get reported to HR for sexual
1: harassment. <laughs> I'd say it was a all pleasure, I said, but it wasn't.
0: All I said was hi to the guy and he said I was good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah, your the high heels and legs comment. I don't know if that's as bad as the new hire that I told was good looking. And and I didn't mean anything by it. But Did he blush? He he laughed. But it was kind of an awkward laugh. I didn't know if he found it funny or was really awkward. I felt awkward. But then, like,
1: take him to dinner first.
0: But then, I so I was leaving the office, and he was going to the front where like our uh, receptionist sits, and um, he he had a ladder with him, and I was like, oh, they're putting you to work. And he goes, yeah, they're making me take down the Christmas tree. Want to help?
1: That's a that's as a new hire, that's what they're making him do. Yeah. Oh, that's crap.
0: And so he's like, I'm taking down this Christmas tree. Want to help? And I was like. No, (laughs) and then I just left.
1: (laughs) This new hire's like one of his first few days. He got complimented and said he was good looking, and had to take down a Christmas tree. I mean,
0: it was meant as a compliment, but
1: okay, hold on. Also, this was recent. This was Tuesday.
0: Yeah, this was like uh, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. Your company is
1: just now taking down the Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, yeah, end of February.
1: What do you have? That's why you have interns for.
0: No. Oh, I wish we had interns. We
1: do not have interns.
0: Like, we don't do internships.
1: Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. That's what you should do.
0: Do you have internships? Like, did your company do internships?
1: Uh, My previous one did. Oh. I was an uh, in- uh, intern mentor, per se. I had, like, two interns. No, I had three interns at uh, some oh. points. Pretty big deal around here. Huge or, deal. Was. And then now I'm nothing. Yeah, well. So, uh, so it goes. I'm 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 on my own cycle per se, like my eight step cycle. My back job. To scum.
0: Yeah. Um. No, I don't. We had a co op. You're back to
1: complimenting guys.
0: No, well, the whole reason I went into the office was because we had a customer in there, do for like a project that he was having done for his site. And so he was in our office and I was like, oh, I haven't met this guy yet in person. So let me go. <laughs>
1: let me go compliment this guy. And tell him he's no, I didn't
0: compliment the customer. I complimented the it, the new hire.
1: <laughs> I know, but you're like, man, I got a customer and I got to impress him.
0: So I went to go take him out to
1: lunch. <laughs> <laughs> this is just not good for you. You I went with a work couple of coworkers just, too. Just work that's, from home.
0: Well, that's, I, I was jokingly, I was like, y- you know what? <laughs> what? You don't report me to HR. I won't come into the office anymore. We'll just call it. We'll call it a <laughs> day. We'll call it a wash. <laughs> so yeah, no, the uh, the high heels in Probably not the worst that I've done this week. Gosh. What a How week. How was your week at work, huh?
1: It was good. I don't think I did anything ridiculous. I you didn't hit on the
0: new hire.
1: <laughs> I did not hit on the new hire. I think it, no, I'm good. I'm good.
0: That's good. I'll pass. That's good. Yeah. Okay. I do. Um, so this is going to air after the Super Bowl, but I'm going to give my Super Bowl prediction. We we did it very we did. We, very briefly. Not not who's going to win the game, but I want to talk a little bit yeah, about we did. it. No, I did. I know. I gave oh. my prediction. You gave your prediction. Oh, I
1: thought you said. You, but I want to talk a little say bit. Not who won the
0: game? Okay, I want to talk not, a little bit sure. more about the Super Bowl, um, but I'm going to start with the halftime show before the game. You know, the game's already been halfway played, but the halftime show. Do you know who's performing at the halftime show? Don't care. Okay, fair enough.
1: Oh, uh, it's Eminem
0: and Eminem. <laughs> it's M and M. It's Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar.
1: Oh, uh. Mary J. Blige? It's like a bunch of California people and then uh, Eminem. And then Eminem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they threw Eminem in there other than, like, he was on Death Row record. Was he Death Row? But, yeah. uh, like, Dre signed him. Dre signed Eminem.
1: The, I only, the only reason I know, honestly, is because of a meme. There was a, a a meme that said, uh, Matt Stafford is playing in the Super Bowl, Eminem's performing the halftime show. This is the closest that Detroit will ever, be ever to getting playing, to the Super Bowl yeah, to being in a Super Bowl because Matt Stafford used to play for Detroit and Eminem is from Detroit.
0: That's kind of funny, actually.
1: You didn't see that meme? Uh-huh. Oh, we. You know, that's because you get the your TikTok has already adapted over to the to the more workforce oriented version.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, so it's oh Snoop Dogg is in there. So Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kedrick Lamar and Mary J Blige. Nice. So all of them. Is there a halftime show that you were that was very memorable for you?
1: Uh I'm going to I think there's one that everybody thinks about.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The only okay. Super Bowl that I and I missed it. I have a
1: second one. I, I second missed one. it too i i didn't watch it to be honest i
0: well i didn't watch the halftime i watched the game and i didn't watch the halftime show and it damn it i should have watched it but
1: sure it was interesting especially uh, at the age that we were at oh yeah it's like wow what a performance (laughs) (laughs) so the the one that we're alluding to janet jackson janet jackson and justin timberlake justin timberlake yeah uh that was not going to be the one that I said, uh, said okay. to be honest. The other one that I was thinking about is because Indy was in it in 2007, I believe. It would have been the the season 2006-2007. Like the, the Colts
0: were in the Super Bowl or oh, Indy was hosting? Which one? Sorry.
1: Uh, Indy was in the Super Bowl okay. in Miami against the in 2006-2007 against the Bears. Gotcha. And the cool thing that I remember was Prince was playing. Which oh, rip yeah. right? Yep. And, um. He was playing Purple Rain, mm-hmm. and In during rain. that time, it was raining, which I thought was kind of cool. So
0: that that is of, if you were to look up a list of like the top Super Bowl halftime show performances of all time, that is one of, really the ones that like people consider interesting. Um.
1: What are the? Do you have the other? Uh,
0: the rest of the list? Uh. I'll look it up. I so I was. At what, the, what's yours then? I was at the. I don't watch. I I think the halftime show is so stupid. I like. I, I think won't.
1: It's blown out of proportion.
0: I won't. I will watch a little bit. I'll watch the first bit of this year's halftime show just to see if it piques my interest.
1: I'll be honest, I'm probably loading up on buffalo chicken dip at that point, so it's a lot more interesting. You're for refueling me. for the second half. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I. Let's go to the game. I like oh, Joe. Burrow. That's kind of expensive. I <laughs>
1: no it not, no no. Like let's it's something to do let's let's switch topics to again. A whim.
0: I want the Rams to win. Well, that's who I want. Him. Matt Stafford to win. Matt Stafford is too good of a quarterback not to have won at least a Super Bowl. I think the Rams are going to win, but I really like Joe Burrow, dude. The amount of swagger that dude carries himself with
1: bde man bde
0: big bde oh big dick energy okay we went through this i thought i thought you were gonna go i thought bdj big dick joe
1: oh no i'm not thinking that far into it
0: no i think uh, joe burrow I, i like him a lot i everybody's like praising him as like he did I don't. I don't know exactly his stats, but like, I, I don't know that he actually had like a crazy statistical season. He just didn't lose games. It's if it's an that underdog makes sense. story.
1: It's an underdog story. They well, but they weren't that good. They made it first, so. in on top of this, what they haven't won a playoff game in a long time. A long time. And then now they won their first one, and they made it to the Super Bowl. So I was watching. That's why they're they're getting pumped up. So I much. was
0: watching ESPN today. And they had the mayor of Los Angeles and the mayor of Cincinnati on ESPN on one of the talk shows. The mayor of LA is such a tool. Oh my god! I like every word that he said. Just made me want to punch him in the face. The mayor of Cincinnati used the word "dope" in his interview. No, <laughs> like, he did not. Yeah, really? Yeah. He goes, "Oh, he goes." Cincinnati's dope. <laughs> I was like,
1: "All right, I like the guy." Is that what? He, so was trying to like compliment the other city?
0: No, 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 no. The mayor of like, Cincinnati yeah. was talking about all the great things that Cincinnati has going on for it. Yeah, and he was like, you "Oh, know,
1: I thought you said L.A. was dope." Uh, no, LA, no, no. The L.A. No, no. Oh, sorry. I just, the
0: the no. I hate the mayor of L.A. Yeah, he, he's an absolute tool bag. The mayor of Cincinnati was talking about Cincinnati's going to win we we've got the Bearcats who went to the college football playoff, the bangles destroyed the, okay. That's beside the point. The, the, um, no, bangles, the bangles are point. in the Super Bowl. We got so this, that, and the other thing going on. He's like, Cincinnati's dope. And I'm like, I don't know if it was cringy or if it was awesome. I took it more as the awesome. Cause he's, he's the mayor of the city and he's just like, just like a bro. You I'm know?
1: imagining like uh impractical jokers and they're in the background, like, hey, 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 say Cincinnati's dope. Like go yeah, ahead say and the, use these words. Do- use dope in a sentence.
0: Okay, we're gonna go back to TikTok for one second before we hit last call. Have you seen the TikToks where like they people post comments on like radio show hosts or news anchors and they're like, Oh, say this on air and then they like do it?
1: No. Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: Yeah. They they do it and, and like they try to make it fit. But it, it's like if you're watching that in real time, and there's like, "Yo, say this online," or you know, "Say this on live TV." I'm like, it, it, if I didn't know like what they were referring to, I'd be like, "What the, what the fuck is this guy talking about?" Yeah, like it would be really like, it, it's not as smooth as what you think it would be. But that that's something that's a trend. Commenting on like live. TV show personalities and having them say random stuff.
1: Weird. It's like an inside joke. Like only the people that are on it are going to understand. Or the person that said to do it. Exactly. It, it's, it's like, who cares?
0: <laughs> I mean, they get likes on TikTok. So. It, it is
1: not something that pushes our society forward. It, it is not. But it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is Last Call. Last Call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening.
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, we are going to go back to the early versions of TikTok. Vine. We're going back to Vine. So, Warner, do you consider yourself a connoisseur of the Vine?
1: I was big hitting on Vines back in the day before it was cool.
0: So, We're going to test your knowledge. So what I've done is, and this might not work. I don't know. I just, it popped in my head, thought it might be fun. I'm going to test your knowledge to see if you can finish the quotable vine. Okay. So I'm going to read part of it and I'm going to tell you to finish it or I'm going to leave it. I'm going to say blank and you have to fill in the blank word.
1: How accurate do I have to be? Can I be like vaguely close? So I I, am. I guess not vaguely close, but like not hit every word and and I'm good. Do you have a buzzer? Do you have a correct incorrect buzzer? I'm just going to
0: say correct or incorrect, but okay. I have pulled up the clips.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So I will play the original clip for the audience just because. Once
1: once one. we've finished. Are you, so you're going to read it. You're going to guess it, and then you're going to play the actual clip.
0: I'll tell you right or wrong, and then I'll play the original clip. All right. Love so it. you can hear it in full context. All right, Love it. Are you ready?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so.
0: All right. <clears throat> So why one. are you laughing? There, there's ten R- number one road
1: work ahead uh yeah i hope it does <laughs> there it is that's easy uh, this, this is a- did you start off easy
0: um yeah but I'm also not a vine connoisseur so like these might be like super easy for everybody else but like i I don't know we'll find out
1: did you know that one road work ahead uh yeah I sure hope it does i guess i i got some of the words wrong uh, yeah, I sure hope it does, but I was close. Yeah, no, I was close. So that's good.
0: Number two, while I was preparing this, you kind of heard, but we're going to do it anyway, I guess. So do you want to do the whole thing?
1: Uh, I, I don't know if I could do the the, ah, stop. You almost made me drop my croissant. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> he heard
0: that one while I was pulling it up, but here we go. Oh, that uh, that last one, I don't know if I have to give credit or not, but it was by Drew Gooden, G-O-O-D-E-N.
1: Thanks, Drew, for making the world more funny. Uh,
0: this one is from uh, Vinestagram.
1: I said more funny. Sorry, funnier. All right, here's, here's that one. Ah! Stop! I could have dropped my croissant! I guess I kind of <laughs> got it a little wrong. Once again, I got it a little wrong. That right. was very loud in my ears. I,
0: I know. I I might, Jesus. I, I might have to add that in post, but we'll we'll figure it out. Get that right. when we get there. This next one. I don't know that you're going to get this one because I've never heard this one.
1: Don't challenge me.
0: All right. All I want to tell you is that school is not that important. Be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a dog.
1: Oh, no. You might have actually got me. I mean, if you want to be a dog. No, I, I have no idea. No <laughs> idea. Right.
0: Well, Then we'll just uh, we'll go ahead and play this one.
1: All I want to tell you is school is not important. Be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a dog, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Rough, you know? <laughs>
0: so that was the one that I, I thought I might get you on because I had never heard that one. Yeah, but that one went over my head. Th- this one's extremely easy, at least for you. And they were. Roommates, my god, they were roommates. (laughs) I don't know why we just quote this all the time.
1: And they were roommates.
0: And they were roommates. God, they were roommates. (laughs) (laughs) And they were. So my question about that video: This man is sitting on his like front porch in like New York City. He's sitting on his on his stoop. Yeah, and she's walking. It's afraid to leave his stoop. (laughs) How was he filming that? because a vine is what a 6 second video. Yeah. How was he vining that so perfectly?
1: I don't I th- I've questioned this for a long time and I almost think that one was staged. I, I I think it has to be.
0: I think it has to be. There's like to film that live that quickly in 6 seconds. Yeah, I think that was staged.
1: I'm going to throw this out there. I want uh 140 characters, that's what Twitter used to be before they were 280. I want six-second TikToks to come back because that compressed all of the funny down into six seconds. You had to be creative. Dude. Quickly. Oh, yeah. You had to hit it. And that, man, the dopamine that you got off of that funny laugh doesn't was, compare to that, like, one-minute
0: buildup. I a, hate it. It was a heroin hit of funny. That's what it was. Dude,
1: give me that quick hit. <laughs> Give me that. TikToks TikTok. are like three minutes now. You can have like a three minute. TikTok. I don't like it because you know what happens. It, have you have you seen those videos where people are like, "Oh, dude, you're not gonna believe this. Watch this. Watch this." And they they do this whole long like ten minute video of build up and then it ends up being the biggest bust of all time. It's like there's all editing software. like they're trying to software. do, well, like could, trying to do it, it's not it's not it's the clickbait. Edit. It's it's clickbait, but all they're trying to do is keep you around, keep you watching. Until that way, they can fit all of the ads in. Because you have to hit, you know, X amount of length of video for an to get put on it. Yeah. It's a money grab for sure, which sucks, but I guess
0: it's business. So. All right. Next one.
1: Look at all those chickens. Look at all those chickens. Karen will
0: love that one. They are geese. They are not chickens. They are geese. They're whatever they want to be.
1: Don't crush that girl's dreams.
0: All right. This is the one that I think I'm going to trick you. This one's kind of a, a trick one. These are. This is kind of a trick one. So we'll just heads up. What are those? They are. Those
1: are my crocs. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> are they- what are those? They are my Crocs, dude. You're not gonna. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you're not gonna. Do, this is payback for what Christmas. I period? I know. See, I didn't know.
0: I, I didn't know what vines you would Come or would know, dude. I there you is know how a many list online mean
1: compilations I've watched, bro, and th- Vine compilations.
0: I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna it go was through. The golden I, age. I, I have a list. Eh, I might have exited out of it. I have a list of a hundred and thirty quotable vines. In some of these, I was like, "How do how do I even do this?" So some
1: of them are visual based, and right? That's why we, we talked about this. So, so that that's why able to do them, but that's why I went. Quotable. You're doing a good job so far.
0: That's why I went quotable. Like you have to get the the quote. Yeah. All right. Sure. Fair enough. Uh,
1: next one. What the hell? That's it. What the hell? Blah blah blah. What the hell? I don't even know. I, okay, I give up. I, I have no idea. That's so vague. Wait, wait, wait. Daddy chill. What the hell is even that, dude? I don't know that one. You don't know that one? I feel like there's some visual stuff in there as well. <laughs> no, so that's the, the one. What the Hell is even that?
0: Yeah, so that's the one where the guy like throws a party and like the, the person who owns the house comes home and he's like, what's everybody doing here? And he's like throwing a, a huge fit about it. And then this one dude comes up and he goes, it's a dude, I think. And he goes, daddy chill. <laughs> and then he goes,
1: what the hell is even that? <laughs> so there are visual cues there. I'm just saying that's a unfair.
0: I thought like I added in the daddy chill. Cause I thought you would get that one. No, I did not. Okay, well, my bad. Bad Bad, question. Bad bad, references. Bad question. Bad references. Well, if you don't get this one, um, if you don't get this one, it's blank, my dudes.
1: It is Wednesday, my dudes. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I missed that part. I had to add it in before it started.
0: Yeah, you did miss that part, but you had it I mean. So, you
1: a- my last job, me and my buddy Nathan, every Wednesday. It's every Wednesday, we'd walk into the office. It is Wednesday, my dudes. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Such a good, such a good vine. All right. You know what? I'm about to say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow.
0: You know what? I'm about to say it.
1: Say okay. it. Say okay. it. Okay. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> oh, God, the gasp! Gist. <laughs> the fucking heat that was brought is a- insane.
0: Absolute
1: gasp. I've heard that man is still in recovery
0: from the burn that
1: he received. From the burn that he received, yeah. insane. What would you
0: have to do to make somebody say such a despicable thing?
1: I don't care that you broke your, I don't know, your drinking elbow.
0: okay we got we got one more and then i want to tell you my favorite vine of all time except this one is very visual so i'm gonna have to explain it but all right what the fuck is up blank no what did you say
1: what dude step the fuck up kyle (laughs) What the fuck is up, Kyle? No, what did you say? What the fuck, dude? Step the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> it's like the, the one dude from uh, South Park. Calf. Yeah.
0: So I, I just remembered I did not give credit to any of those YouTube videos. That's all
1: right. They, they're, they're living a big life now.
0: Thank you, YouTube, for providing those clips, whoever you are. We really appreciate it. So my favorite vine of all time, which I don't know that you would ever know, is how to make cereal. And I forget who di- who does the vine, but essentially he goes, First grab some milk. And then he opens the fridge and there's like just a fake severed head in his fridge. And he goes, Oh my god. And he swats it out of the way and he goes,
1: We're out of milk. <laughs> wow. That's it. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: It's a it's a visual thing. It's a but if you look up how to make cereal on vine, that's nice. It's, nice. <laughs> it's just like you're thinking oh my god a severed head nope he just cares about the milk
1: man you thought complimenting a, a co-worker on his looks was bad man shut your <laughs> I hate you I <laughs> why don't you give a link to that so people can watch it oh I will Yeah. oh I will good good
0: you have any other insults before I end this
1: <laughs> no just I don't know get okay. me out of here send me home <laughs> send me home send Johnny. me home well,
0: thank you all for listening on this Friday. For the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday.
1: Bye, friends. You have found a friend. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Yeah. I know who I want to take me home.